Melissa LeGrant, licensed nutritionist and creator of Drop the Diet Weight Loss. I am on a mission to help women drop the fad diets and lose weight in a way they love for the last damn time. I know you're ready to end the yo-yo dieting and do this weight loss thing for good. So let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back. Today, I'm taking food off the table and chatting all about exercise and movement. I'm going to dig into how to improve your relationship with exercise, how it fits into the weight loss equation, how to make it a habit, and tell you what's most effective. Now, when someone loses weight, what's the first question you typically ask them? How'd you do it? Right? And you probably expect to hear that they exercise for hours a day and completely cut out all the foods that aren't deemed as typical weight loss foods. Now, throughout this podcast, you've been hearing me say that cutting out your favorite foods or food groups is not necessary for weight loss and not recommended because it's not sustainable. Well, the same goes for exercise. It's not necessary to go to extremes or to spend hours in the gym to reap the health benefits. And when it comes to weight loss and creating that calorie deficit, exercise is only one of the tools that can help you do that. And for most, to be successful with weight loss, it can't be the only tool. So I first want to start off by talking about building a healthy or a positive relationship with exercise. And maybe you're saying, um, I don't have really any relationship with it at all. And that's okay. So I'm going to help you to build that. So when people start exercising only for the sole purpose of calorie burning and losing weight, it tends to create a negative relationship with it. And it makes it really tough to build the habit. I've seen too many people give up on it when they don't get the results they were expecting. And I've seen people that when they do reach their weight loss goals, they give it up. Movement and exercise, it gives you a sense of accomplishment and confidence. You feel stronger, more energy, and empowered. These are the things that you want to focus on. Weight loss can just be an added benefit. So it starts with a mindset shift of taking the focus of exercise or movement as something you're doing solely for the purpose of burning calories and losing weight and putting that focus on using it as a way to boost physical, mental, and emotional energy to improve overall health and to show up as the best version of yourself. With this mindset shift, it makes it so much stickier and easier to create the habit. Without this shift, I'm going to tell you the two main ways that I see this play out. The first is using exercise as a form of punishment. So many times I've seen women mad at themselves for gaining those 10 pounds. So they punish themselves with hours of trying to burn as many calories as possible. And that's just not fun. They end up hating the process and giving up. Or they're punishing themselves with exercise for something they ate. Sounds like, well, guess I'll be spending an extra hour on the Peloton for that cupcake I ate today. Punishing yourself into weight loss with food, with exercise, or in the way you talk to yourself never works for the long haul. Exercise is only one piece of the puzzle when it comes to weight loss. And for most, it's a small piece. Due to the time and intensity 
you'd have to put in to lose weight by exercise alone. Now, I'm sure you've seen the memes out there like you can't out-train a bad diet or abs are made in the kitchen. And well, I'm not here to debate that. I just want you to think about how easy and quickly you can eat 500 calories. It doesn't take a whole lot of effort, but to burn 500 calories, it would take most of us hours. I know, unfair, right? So the second way I see this play out is people use it as an excuse to overeat. They justify having that extra cupcake because they had a really hard workout today. And you might be wondering, well, don't I get to eat more food if I exercise? And the answer is, it depends on your specific body, your goals, and your activity levels. But generally speaking, when weight loss is the goal, we're after a calorie deficit. So adding in more food may not be the best route. And there's a lot of weight loss programs out there that tell you to add back your calories burned from exercise or to add half of them back. But I don't recommend this for a couple of reasons. First, calorie trackers and the machines at the gym do not accurately report calories burned. So it's really tough to know how much you would need to add back in. Second, This can just reinforce that unhealthy relationship with food and exercise because it puts the focus on using exercise only to burn calories so you can eat more and using food to reward yourself for exercising and beating yourself up over what you ate and maybe you didn't get to your workout for the day to offset it. Or the only reason you're working out is to have that extra piece of pizza later. These are the things we want to start to move away from. Now, of course, if you're an elite athlete or training for something like a marathon, you're going to need to add more calories in. But for general fat loss, there's no need to do this. And you may feel a bit hungrier on the days you work out, and that's okay. You go back to the basic of eating when you're hungry and stopping when you've had enough. And just to drive this point home, I'm working with a woman who just came off of a program where they told her to stop exercising because it was making her hungry. Can you even? Now, I've heard a lot of bad advice given on weight loss out there, but this one has got to be at the top of my list. Okay, so hopefully by now you're starting to see how changing your mindset around exercise can help to create a much better relationship with it and to make it a stickier habit. So I have a few more tips for you on how to make this a habit. The first one is find something you enjoy doing. Something I hear very often when I start working with someone and I ask them, are you currently doing any type of movement or exercise? And oh, oh yes, they say I run. I say, oh, okay. Do you like running? Oh no, I hate it. Oh, okay. Well, so why do you do it? Well, I just thought that it was something I was supposed to do to lose weight. And I love seeing the relief on their face when I tell them that it's not, and we're not going to be doing anything here that you hate or that you won't do consistently. So for me, that would be something like Zumba. Now people love it and it can be a great workout, but for me, doing coordinated dance moves in front of anyone but my dog is not going to happen for me. My point here is it's not my jam, so I wouldn't make a habit out of it. So find something you like doing. Is it walking, biking, lifting weights, hiking, dancing, running? 
I fell in love with throwing the weights around because it makes me feel strong. It pushes me to see what my body can do and it pushes me to get better. It helps me to show up better. So find something that can do that for you. My second tip is know that you don't have to spend hours in the gym or even go to a gym. Thinking that you have to spend hours in the gym can feel daunting and keep you from starting in the first place. And it's not necessary. You have 10 minutes? Great. Start there. That is much better than doing nothing at all. And my third tip, if you're just starting out, make a goal that is 100% doable for you and that you can keep up with consistently and put it in your schedule. Is it a 10-minute walk three times a week? Great. 15 minutes of strength training twice a week. And then once that feels easy for you, you can start to add in just a little bit more. Okay, before I go here today, I know you still have that burning question, but what is the most effective form of exercise? And my first answer to this is anything that you can do consistently. But the most effective for overall health and body composition changes is a combination of strength, training, and cardio. And there's millions of different ways that you can do this. It can look like strength training two times a week, cardio two times a week, like a walk or a hike, whatever that is for you. Or maybe it's strength training three times a week and cardio two times a week. You can even combine the two in one workout. You just want to find something that works for you. Now, if you're thinking, yeah, but strength training makes me bulky and I don't want to get bulky. Now, I have to stop you right there. I've worked with hundreds of women that have had your same thought. Yes, some women do gain muscle more easily than others, but to get bulky, now think bodybuilder style here, that does not happen on accident. You have to be very specific about your training program as well as your food, and you have to be very patient because it's a slow process. So that is not a reason to not strength train. So what are some of the reasons to strength train? Well, it increases bone density, builds muscle, makes you stronger, decreases your risk of injury, improves your ability to do everyday things, and boosts your mood, just to name a few. And when it comes to fat burning, increasing muscle mass boosts your resting metabolism. The more lean muscle you have, the more calories you burn at rest. Couple that with the overall health benefits of cardio, and you can see why this combo is so effective. All right, your action step for today. If you find that you're doing something you dread and focusing solely on calorie burning, pick something else that you like doing and ask yourself, how do you want to feel? And begin to put your focus there. And if you're just starting out and wanting to make exercise a habit, then make a small goal for this week and put it on your calendar. And I'd love for you to share that goal with me. I'd also love to know what you like doing for movement and exercise. So head on over to Instagram at melissa.legrant and let me know. Thanks so much for joining me today. See you next week.